Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. People just have an incredible appetite right now to get together and have some fun and, and engage. If you haven't been to this show, then you have to go in order to say you're a true Raleighite. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm host Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball from living our lives and having conversations in our city. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. So this podcast is where we give you inside access to the behind the scenes scoop, things that were too hot to print or too much to fit in the magazine. Basically what's left on the editing room floor. So let's dive into the newest issue. With me today is Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housem. We're talking about the most exciting thing to happen to all of us in the last two years. Events, they're back and bigger and better than ever. Oh, yeah. If you thought last summer was going to be really gone wild, hot girl summer or whatever all the kids are calling it these days, just wait. You know, we all we went Contagion Style Part 2 last summer. We didn't get to have all the fun we wanted to have. And this year, you know, not to jinx it, knock on wood, everything is back, full effect, masks are off, venues are open, and everybody is excited, to say the least. Well, think about it. I mean, Live Nation was reporting last August that ticket sales were up 677%. That was right in the middle of the new variant. I mean, if you think about it. Right. And now, you know, it's like all the, it's not just comedians coming. It's like all the top comedians coming, right? It's bands dropping albums just so they can go on tour. And it's people coming out of retirement. Uh, Yeah. Paul McCartney coming to Wake Forest. I mean, come on. Wake Forest University. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Billy Joel. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> to clarify, not Wake Forest, Wake County, Wake Forest University. <laughs> Billy Joel, Garth Brooks, one of your favorites. Yes. So I have to say, this is a little, little personal tale. Um, I got to see uh, pre-COVID, I got to see Garth Brooks on, I feel like it's always his last tour, but that might just be my imagination. Anyway, I got to see him live in um, Greensboro. I went with a couple of my best friends and we were going to be in the nosebleeds because it's Garth and, you know, whatever. We, it's what we could afford. And everything sells out so fast. You just get what you can. And we were running a little late and we're in line buying beer. And it's just the three of us, everybody else starting the show. And this merch person walks up to us and they're like, hey, girls, and starts talking to us. And they're like, you guys look like a lot of fun. Do you want a seat upgrade? And we honestly, I thought it was bullshit to be serious. <laughs> like, I was like, there's no way this is happening. But we're like, sure. Like, what can go wrong, right? And so we start following her. It was not BS. She takes us to the center stage, second row 
of the Garth Brooks concert where we screamed our heads off the entire time. And at the end of his show, when he was singing, he walked over. We were like just right of center and tips his hat directly at me. Of course it was at you. It was. I, I, I have proof. But yeah, we were videoing it and it's the coolest thing. It's one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. That but. stuff has never happened to me. <laughs> I am never staying in the right place or maybe I don't look as much fun as you do. But that there's just... That's I incredible. Like I should have bought a lottery ticket that day because that stuff never happens to me either. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. And it's that is the kind of stuff that you're not going to get listening to Garth on the radio, no. right? You know, I mean, that's the power of live events, the energy. Well, I talk, we just put a magazine to bed and we talked about music is one of the few things that can take you back, whether it, it takes you back to your prom night or your first concert or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But, you know, the other thing that I think is going to be cool, I was at two events this past weekend that we partnered with. I was a volunteer at Tobacco Road Marathon. 4,000 people ran. 4,000 people ran the half marathon and the full marathon combined. I mean, it was so electric. Those people were so excited to be back together. Well, and I have to say, I have to give you uh, props because one of your best friends ran that marathon and you were waiting for her at the end after you volunteered with a bottle of Prosecco and she posted, get you a friend who waits for you at the finish line with a bottle of Prosecco. Well, I'm not running it, so I'll drink with her. But it's pretty cool. And, you know, that same day or the, the same weekend, we we were a sponsor of Raleigh Roast, and they sold out. 600 people showed up at 8 a.m. at Moore Square to drink coffee from the brewers around town and eat sweets. And everybody who came to our table wanted to know, where can I get more events? What's happening in the city? All anyone wanted was to see our calendar in the magazine. People just have an incredible appetite right now to get together and have some fun and and engage. You know, that's true because we have four pages dedicated in the magazine to the calendar, and it's something you expect people to gloss over. They don't. It's four of our most popular pages, so much so that we uh, fragmented it and turned it into many weekly stories in our newsletter, which if you don't subscribe to, you should. And what we're able to do with that is now add events each week that have come up in between when we went to print and the newsletter. And it's just, it trends on Google uh, locally each week. It's so popular. And people just have this huge appetite for it, like you said. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. One of my most recent uh, events that I love going to was when Christmas Carol returned, Theater in the Park. For those of you who don't know uh, or haven't been, or even if you have, this is Ira David Wood III's famed Christmas Carol, which is really a new tale every year. They... They do a modern retelling each year where they use current events. And so this year, I I guess I should have expected it to be over the top since they'd been off the year before. Um, But like as a snapshot of how hilarious it can be, uh, one of the cast members sneezed on stage and they had characters in hazmat suits come out and take her (laughs) off stage. (laughs) 
<laughs> because COVID, right? And then also uh, Scrooge with the cane kept poking people with his cane and saying six feet, stay six feet away. And so there were just some great jokes. I mean, they referenced they referenced lo- other local shows. I mean, they referenced things going on in politics and pop culture and you laugh, you cry. I mean, it's just, if if you haven't been to this show, then you have to go in order to say you're a true Raleighite. Well, I think. It, it makes the list of what I call the tried and true. You know, if you haven't been, it's hard to have a Raleighite card. Right. Um, and if you haven't been and you've lived here a long time, you need to have your Raleighite card revoked. <laughs> um, it, it, but, you know, talking about tickets, I mean, that's the thing. No matter whether it's a local show or a concert, I've been trying to buy concert tickets, and it's over the top, and they're fast selling, and prices are up. It's like if you mm-hmm. know you want to go to something, you're going to have to buy them quick. And be willing to shell out some dollars. You just shelled out some dollars for a show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that the Black Keys and Band of Courses were coming to Walnut Creek September 1st, and so a couple of my friends were like, oh, sounds like a birthday concert for you. And I just, I was shocked how much we spent and how many hours it took to book them. It's just a relentless process still, unfortunately, but we got them. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I laugh, and I know this is an age thing. I mean, I've done the big concerts, and I still will, but um, I like the intimate places. I like, I mean, not that Red Hat is intimate, but it's smaller. And I I've love got, Red Hat. I've got tickets to see Marin Morris, who's a personal favorite of mine, um, later in the summer. And we're going, to, we're going to see Midland in Reno the 1st of April in the Reno oh. Ballroom, which is super cool. Um, but, you know, that's what's changed for me is I now have kids. I have teenagers who want tickets. My daughter wants to see Hamilton since I've seen it. And, you know, that's that's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I, I do – you mentioned Red Hat. I do love Red Hat. AJR, I think, is coming there, and I really want to go. But somebody I know who's sitting across from me is happening to have a Kentucky Derby party on the same night. And so my loyalties lie here. Uh, also, if you've ever – if you happen to ever get invited to Gina's Derby party, um, you would know why he would choose that over AJR. It's a good time. Uh, I'm not sure time. it's good as, as good as J- AJR, but who knows? <laughs> well, you Maybe. Know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and Pretty Woman is coming to DPAC, and it's going to be big, you know, huge. I had to. And I'm very excited you're taking, to go to I'm that. hoping you're taking Cindy to see that. Yes, I'm taking my mom and dad. Or actually, my dad is taking me and my mom to that. So we're very excited. And Sedaris is coming back. He has some, a new book or two. And so for those, you know, I've actually talked to a couple uh, people who live in Raleigh recently that were, you know, in their 20s who didn't know who he was. So David Sedaris is a famous author who's from Raleigh who grew up on North Hills Drive and a lot of his books, like Me Talk Pretty One Day and 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 that lot, they're probably, God, they're probably 20 years old now, but they're positioned in Raleigh. They're set in Raleigh. They talk a lot about the local scene. So he's very locally famous. He's gone on to, he writes for The New Yorker now. He lives in New York. His sister's famous, Amy Sedaris, on um, Sex and the City. And uh, anyway, it's and his brother has a local business here still. Uh, but it's just, you know, I was so excited that he was coming back. And I mentioned it to a couple of our coworkers who were in their 20s. And they were like, who? And I was like, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Speaking of your Raleigh card. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of great shows coming, you know. Well, and he probably will add a second night if he hasn't already. Chris Rock announced at Deepak and, and literally sold out in hours. And they added a second night to his shows. I know. It's insane. I think it was like it broke records how fast it sold out and they had to add a second night. So 
time to add the mix into the mix of your go-to hotspots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers and eight rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit? Craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, catch the big game on multiple TVs, or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixx.com. There are also some part of being able to write about events coming to town. We get sort of a sneak peek on events that you don't know about. And the North Carolina History Museum is going to host a really cool exhibit starting in October. It's called The Power of Women in Country Music. Um, and it's an exhibit of, you know, country music from the early years all the way through how, how they developed and how Nashville is today with features on Dolly Parton and Roxanne Cash and Taylor Swift. And I have it on inside scoop that the museum is working on bringing some North Carolina artists um, up and coming and some legends together for a concert downtown. So that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, this is like they did that. I think we've mentioned it before. They did that Downton Abbey traveling exhibit and it about broke our Instagram uh, when we did a giveaway. This is like that. I mean, imagine all the Swifties that are going to be so excited to go to this. But nobody knows about this. No. Like we, we've we got this inside scoop. And I mean, whether you like country music or not, this is going to be such a cool thing to be able to go and see like relics from these very famous people. And that's spanning a lot, whether, I mean, just the genre, but then you've got from Dolly Parton to Taylor Swift, right? So that's really cool. Well, and I'll have the clothes. I mean, just like right. they did with Downton Abbey, they'll have all the clothing and all the costumes and all of yeah. that from Dolly Parton's early days. I think that's pretty cool. It seems like you're meeting them somehow. Yeah. But you got wind of another show. That I did. You know. Talk about making opera sexy. <laughs> um, the North Carolina Opera is bringing uh, Mozart's Don Giovanni next January. And I guess it's considered the greatest opera he ever composed. But it's comedy, drama, supernatural elements on a story of a serial womanizer's downfall. That is, yeah, it's that sounds timely. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear it is amazing and colorful, and um, the music is amazing. So that's next January. Have you been to an opera? I have. I have. I've, I get, I'm ashamed to say I haven't been to one, one here in North Carolina. But I've never been to one, so maybe I'll maybe make this, this is my the one. First. Yeah. Maybe this is the one we should go to. Absolutely. It's, and so, and these things also extend outside Raleigh. There's, you know, um, a lot of amazing events going on across town and across the state. But we, you know, in our upcoming issue, our April issue, we also dipped outside into some things that we think are worth traveling for. And so one of those is the uh, Cherry Blossom Festival in D.C., which is already going on. And it's cited to go on through around April 17. But uh, the peak bloom is next week. So whenever you hear this, you should probably just hop in the car and go. It's in the tidal basin, and it is, you look, you're thinking trees, you know, we've got cherry blossoms, who gives a shit, right? I promise you, it is just one of the most magni magnificent things you've ever seen. It's just absolutely stunning. I lived there for a little bit, and I didn't 
think I cared until I went. Um, but the other one's in Charleston, Spoleto, really just like a cultural event, arts, theater, performances. And it's one of the most famous festivals in the country. And so we dipped into that one in the issue too. And I think there's these and a couple others that are just worth kind of hitting the road for. Yeah, I mean, I, there's 73 events in the entire 10-page spread, 73 events that we've sort of vetted and picked as we think are kind of the best events of 2022 and early 23. I'm kind of excited that we're, we're partnering on two events at Smoky Hollow this year. Um, they're coming up quick. Um, April 28th, we're doing Fashion Raleigh Fashion Fest, which is going to be, they're expecting like 800 people. Um, it's two big fashion shows, VIP, catwalk. It'll be a fun event with these swanky VIP bags with bottles of uh, whiskey in them. And and the other is with our the dynamic duo, Max and Matt from NCF&B Podcast, two of our favorite people. They started a bubbles and brisket event, um, which if you know me, you know I love bubbles. So <laughs> Hence the uh, <laughs> Exactly. And barbecue from superstars like Jake Wood and Matt Register of Southern Smoke and Nick Damp. And that's June 4th. And both of those are going to be sort of in Smoky Hollow in the interior, um, which will be fun. And it's a great way to see that space come to life since it's going to be a little while since the yeah. business is open there. Honestly, all I can think about ever since you brought up the fashion show is that song, I'm Too Sexy, going on loop in my head for this catwalk. And all I can so, think about is not wanting to wear heels <laughs> with that brick walk and having to fall. Yeah, that's a good, that's go. a good combo. All right, so we did this last time. We talked about our favorite bars and what we like to drink. So quick questions. What was your first concert and how old were you? Um, so, so this is not, I don't know, normal is not the right Stop. word, but I was 14 and my first concert, I guess I thought it like made me more something, was Eric Clapton. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's an amazing thing, but like you're expecting me to say something like New Kids on like the Block. Like what right? I'm about to yeah. say. <laughs> Mine was uh, Rick Springfield and I was 13. First drop-off concert. I cannot believe my parents did this. Drops me and a friend off at the front door at Greensboro Coliseum and said, have fun. We'll see you after. No cell phone, no nothing. Okay, I sound like a helicopter parent. <laughs> but had a blast. Great <laughs> seats. Um, it was a big night. That seems more apt for a first concert. You know what I mean? Eric Clapton's but pretty cool, It was though. cool. It was cool. Um, okay, so what was what's your favorite concert of all time? Can I have three? <laughs> okay. Sure. So probably my most recent favorite is Luke Combs. We drove to Charlotte for it. He was, at the time, even though he's the headline now, he was the opening at that show, which I don't even remember who he was opening for. We went for him, and it was a blast. But prior to that, like, I would say the two others that are tied for me are Aerosmith and Pink Floyd. And Pink Floyd, it was for the light show. And Aerosmith is just, come on, it's Aerosmith. So You're going to realize we couldn't be more different <laughs> when I say what mine are. So legendary show. Yeah, I'm weird. I like Rod Stewart. It was a kid thing, but I finally got to meet him and see his show when I lived in Arizona. Loved it. I'm a huge Darius Rucker fan. Um, have met him several times. And so that That's cool. when Hootie and the Blowfish reunited and did the Luke Combs show, I saw that at the Brave Stadium a couple of years ago. 
And probably the Rolling Stones at Carter Finley. Well, Is there anything better than that? Yeah, that's a huge one. Well, I oh, and I got to see Elton John when he came right before COVID. When he came and he made it to PNC, that's probably that's got to be at the top for sure. Well, considering he may not ever tour again. Yeah, exactly. Well, he added just added some shows. I think we put it on. I think he added like a Charlotte show or something. I don't know to fact check this. So I heard about Rod Stewart that he has terrible stage fright and he used to sing behind the curtain. Is that? Did he sing? Was he on stage? He was on stage the so entire time. So I wonder if time. that's true. That's like one of those things you hear that you don't know. And I always heard he was short. I, I didn't realize how short. He's my height. I mean, he's not. He's probably five six. He's not really? a big guy. But I did. I got to meet him. And he was as colorful and exactly met what I met all expect. these people. No, I met him. I didn't meet the rest of these you people. Met Darius, I met Darius. Right? But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, meet the Stones. Cool. Yeah. So... What's the one show or the one person you haven't seen that you, all time that you'd travel anywhere for if you could go? So this is this better not be a jinx. This Band of Horses show on September 1st will be at least the seventh time I have bought tickets to that show. And every single time something has happened. One of them was even in D.C. It was like a festival we were supposed to go to. So I hate to say it out loud, but if I make it to that September 1st show to see Band of Horses, that would have to be the answer just because, like, oh, my God. Like, how do you buy this many tickets? And I bought them in Charlotte. I've bought them at the Ritz and Raleigh. I've bought them everywhere. And no matter what, something always happens, and I have to give them up. So we'll see, but that's the answer. What's yours? Two different ends of the spectrum. I, um, I'd i really like to see Dolly Parton. Not because I'm a huge Dolly fan, but I hear she has make, puts on a great yeah. show. She's an entertainer. She does it like no one else. So I'd like to see Dolly Parton. And I think I'd like to see The Who. I have oh, friends. Yeah. I've never, you know, because I don't think they're going to be. They're kind of like the Stones. You better see them while you can. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to be around that long. We obviously talk a lot about concerts in this issue and theater and shows, but we also leaned into sports. And, of course, we are all um, excited and sitting on the edge of our seats knowing the Canes are going to the playoffs, and this is our year. I'm going on the record (laughs) right now. This is our year. We're going to the Stanley Cup. We're going to win it and bring it home again. Hell, yeah. So we lean into that and what's ahead of us in the next couple of months with hockey. Yes. And, of course, if you know us at all and you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we are both huge sports fans and huge college football fans. So we uh, we leaned in that a little bit as well and spotlighted the Thursday night NC State game under the lights at Carter-Finley against Virginia Tech in October. And so the pack is back and hoping to push past those 10 wins and finally, for the love of God, grab an ACC championship. I'm calling that now. We'll see. It's the year. It's the year. And talk a little bit about the Charlotte Football Club that launched the uh, men's professional team in Charlotte and going over. Those games have already started, but they're certainly worth checking out. And and of course, you know, the Bulls are back playing in Durham and, and definitely something you should check out. So there's a lot in the issue, plus all the movies. There's just grab an issue. It, it We've barely skimmed the surface. Uh, like I said, there's 73 events that we have picked that we think are worth you checking out this year. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.
Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.